One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached him and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. And he said to him, All these I shall give you, if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Did you know that there are different ways to define wealth? To answer the question, who is the richest person on earth? Now most people would probably think that wealth equals riches. That is, the richer you are in money, in material assets, the wealthier you are. Do you remember in the movie Aladdin and how the evil Jafar defined wealth? He asked Aladdin, you know what the golden rule is, don't you? Whoever has the gold makes the rules. <laughs> and it might seem that international politics today works according to that golden rule. Whichever country has the gold and the material and is materially the richest makes the rules that the rest of the world lives by. So that is one way to define wealth. Whoever is materially rich is wealthy. But that is not the only way to think about wealth, nor is it necessarily the best way. My father often told us kids as we were growing up, your health is your greatest wealth. And my parents are a great example. They are now in their 80s, 
and still able to live independently in their own home in Springdale. In other words, my mom and dad are not rich with a lot of money. Nonetheless, they are healthy and therefore wealthy in that sense. Here's another way to define wealth. In the movie, The Scarlet and the Black, a great movie with Gregory Peck, by the way, there is a scene in which Pope Pius XII defines the wealth of the Catholic Church. The Pope is giving Monsignor Hugh O'Flaherty, played by Gregory Peck, a tour of the Vatican archives filled with priceless art. The Pope suddenly asks him, Hugh, do you know what the real wealth of the Catholic Church is? And he answers his own question saying, the people of God are our true wealth. And all this priceless art is nothing compared to one immortal soul. Some people might say that the church is rich with money, (laughs) but we believe our real wealth is our people in the pews, all of y'all. Still other people would define true wealth as their reputation. What others think of them matters most to them. Keeping up with the Joneses, and they would sacrifice anything for the wealth of the world's approval. Still others believe that an attractive appearance or bodily beauty is their greatest wealth. Someday you should read the book by Oscar Wilde called The Picture of Dorian Gray. It is a chilling example of how vanity can be someone's prized possession. So different people define wealth in a variety of ways, as gold to make the rules, as health and physical fitness, as people in the pews, as one's reputation or social status, or as simply good looks. (laughs) Wealth is what turns people's heads. Well, I believe there is some truth in all those definitions of wealth, and hopefully we might enjoy a little of all those forms of wealth. But Jesus shows us a better and more precious kind of wealth, namely, in doing his Father's will. This is how Jesus is able to rebuff the temptations of the devil in the desert when the evil one offers our Lord all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. Jesus answers, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. In other words, Jesus is saying, You cannot offer me any more wealth than what I already have, because I am already wealthy beyond your wildest imagination by doing my Father's will and serving him alone. That is, when we are wealthy in the will of God, all other definitions of wealth seem like trinkets and trifles for little children and do not interest us. The highest and holiest definition of wealth is obedience to God's will. And that is why Jesus was the wealthiest man on earth. 
I mention all these ways of defining wealth in order to provide context for some comments I would like to make about our church's finances. In the bulletin today, and I hope you take one home, you will find a one-page summary of last year's financials. From January 1st, 2022 to December 31st, 2022. I'm very grateful to Cindy McNally and to Linda Maestri for helping to manage our material resources. I'm also very grateful to our church staff who are very frugal with our finances. Don't worry, no one on our staff makes enough gold to make any rules. The financial summary is divided into two different formats. One gives the total expenses and total income broken down into line items. The other format is two pie charts, which also show the income and expenses, but as percentages of the total income. Both formats are helpful, but I like the pie chart because I like pictures more than numbers. In both formats, though, the bottom line is that because we are so frugal, we ended the year in the black. And that's saying something. Since we just got out of a pandemic and are in the middle of a recession. But much more important than the actual numbers is that I hope you feel, like I certainly do, that we use these funds, your donations, to do God's will here in Fort Smith and to serve Him alone, like Jesus did in the desert. In other words, doing God's will is our true wealth as a Catholic parish. And every other kind of wealth is but trinkets and trifles for little children. My friends, how do you define wealth? There are lots of ways to define it, and they are not necessarily bad. But the best way to define wealth is to live by God's will in your life. That is how Jesus would define wealth, and it gave him great peace and joy and strength in the face of temptation. How so? Because he could see that what the devil was offering him instead was but trinkets and trifles for little children. Maybe redefining wealth as Jesus does is something we could try to learn this Lent. Praise to be Jesus Christ.